Welcome to the Work, Wealth, and Travel podcast. I'm your host, Nicole, and this podcast is your guide to start creating a lifestyle by design. From entrepreneurship, money and finance, taxes and residencies, and everything in between, this show highlights the nuances of a true global citizen lifestyle. Let's dive in. Welcome back to another episode of the Work, Wealth, and Travel podcast. This is our Digital Nomad Digest segment with myself and with Cami. So in today's episode, we wanted to chat about a question that I get, and I think any nomad gets a lot when living a full-time nomad lifestyle, especially years on end, because you have to carve out a routine for this or you're just not going to be successful. And that is work-life balance or Maybe I should better say business entrepreneurship life balance, (laughs) because that's really what it comes down to what not all, but what a lot of nomads are doing is wanting to build something bigger than themselves and something for themselves. And that's something that Cammie and I have both been doing for quite a while. So Cammie, why don't we dive into it with you and share maybe some struggles that you've had in the past and then also how you mitigate those struggles to maintain a work-life balance in this lifestyle when you're not going on vacation. So it's not like you could just not work for a week. This is truly your lifestyle. So you have to integrate work into it. Yeah, I feel like I have a very different way of approaching work, which is very connected to alignment. And we've talked about this before, before in a lot of different episodes and things like that. So I'm really obsessed with the idea of work the of working feeling like it's aligned and fun of course there are things that we have to do because we have to do them and everything but it's always for me it's always about how can i make this more enjoyable and more fun and more aligned even if it's in a task that i don't want to do or how can i just have fun with it at all like at all times you know with the things that i really really love doing for, for my business and for my work because sometimes it's also the work that you do that you do is so connected to the thing that you love it's also really hard to give yourself some boundaries with it and put some limits into the amount of work that you do however we are human beings and even though you are enjoying what you're doing and you're getting so much joy out of it it can also be really tiring to just do the work and get and be so focused on that specific area of your life and those specific tests and things like that so I think that in the past, I have burnt myself out, not a lot, but I lightly burnt myself out and things like that because I took it to an extreme. And I feel like instead of looking at myself and being self-conscious, self-aware about where is this, where is the limit and where should I just kept going because I liked it so much. So like this weekend, this really happened because a lot of circ- because of a lot of circumstances i was really alone like a lot of the time during this weekend and i was like i don't know what to do with myself because i don't want to watch tv i don't want to go to a museum it's cold like i genuinely feel like i want to work on content and because of my work schedule i was in- on calls and on podcast recordings a lot of the week i didn't have time to sit and kind of creatively think about my inspirations for content because i felt like the the week just swallowed me and i didn't have time to like be in the week you know I don't know if that makes sense so in the during the weekend I felt really inspired to create content and I went to a co-working Saturday night like that was my Saturday night I was like in a co-working 
working, you know, on my LinkedIn posts, on my Instagram posts and everything on my content. And on Sunday, I was doing the same thing for other projects. And when Monday rolled around, I was feeling exhausted. Like I felt like I didn't have a weekend. I, I felt like I didn't stop. I, I didn't have time to just do nothing, to sleep in, to, I don't know, do like literally go for a walk or just lay down in the bed and watch something. And that's okay because, you know, because I'm an entrepreneur, I could do this on a Monday, but I'm also part of the world. I also have my my other clients, you know, within my freelance business. So on a Monday, I have to reply to emails. I have to be on top of certain things. I'm, I have my French classes on Monday, which are physically, you know, on, in, like in real life. So I have to commute to them, commute back from them. So willing or not, Monday is still like a normal workday for most humans in the world. And I'm part of those most humans in the world. So although I was following my joy and my alignment in the weekend and I was so inspired and I was so happy, like I wouldn't change it at all. I also felt really overwhelmed when Monday got around and I was feeling so exhausted. I ended up pretending it was kind of a weekend for me, but at the same time, it was a weekend because I wasn't doing anything for my business. But at the same time, there were still like small other tasks that I had to do for other clients and I had to go to French class and everything. So it didn't feel like I was properly resting, even though I was pretending that it was a week off, a day off from my own stuff. Like your brain ends up not having a day off and that's very 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 detrimental for our mental health and our well-being if you don't have a day off like completely day off you know so yeah that's something that I definitely struggle with you know putting boundaries on things that I love doing but at the same time learning how to have a another passion other than just work I totally feel that sometimes I just like take a step back and I'm like wait what are my hobbies and passions oh work being on the computer being online and it's so hard in this lifestyle too or any lifestyle where your work is your computer and especially if you're building something for yourself it's part of your identity but then you also need to separate that because you're more than just that but it's Anyone listening who is building their own thing, has built their own thing, will completely understand because it integrates with who you are. And especially when you're doing something like you and I, we're both doing very different things, but we're both very passionate about what we're doing. And it's just who you are because that's your interest and you've monetized your interests. I digress, but I was writing a few notes when you were speaking because I was just like, it's so interesting to talk to you because there's so many ways to operate in this lifestyle. And as an entrepreneur, as a traveler, as a nomad, as a global citizen, where to hear the way that you operate is so interesting because I, of course, need the same rest time and to recharge. We all operate a little bit differently, but we still need some time to recharge. But I find that I do it differently, but to an extent, because yes, you know, like we're all part of the world. We have clients that we're working with and emails to get to. So even if you can work from a beach, you're probably going to be more busy during the Monday to Friday, nine to five-ish hours, depending where you are and where your clients are. Because that's just part of being a working human who makes some type of money, you know. But for me, the way that I have always looked at it when I first started this lifestyle and I've kind of grown with that, I feel, is that every day for me is a work day and every day is a weekend. And that's what I've always said. And for me, that works most of the time, most of the time. But I also know it can't, you know, I can't work every single day, every week. 
and I can relax and explore and take time off every single day, every week. So for me, what I like to do is kind of have that balance. So usually, yes, usually every single day, it doesn't matter if it's a weekend or not, I will be online in some capacity. So I have days where, especially during the week, I find is it, it can be very difficult because I have to force myself, especially during the week to take the time off. So if it's Monday is difficult because that's when like all of the emails and stuff from the weekend are coming through. But if it's a Wednesday or a Thursday and I'm like, I am just not into it. You know, we've all had those days where it's just like, I'm not into it. I'm not about it. Like, yes, I have a few calls that are in the schedule. So I have to do. But other than those calls, that was kind of like yesterday for me. And that was a Monday. I was like, other than those calls, like I am just going to relax. And it's difficult to give myself permission because it's a Monday and because I'm getting all these emails. But it's like, the world is not going to burn down if they have to wait 24 hours for a response from an email, you know, or whatever the other type of work is. And I have worked with my clients so that they understand that things are not immediate. And that was a boundary that I had to set as well that took time for me to realize. But yeah, I kind of operate in that way. And I'll give myself a break at like regardless of the day if I'm like, I just can't do this right now. Because what I've learned with myself, some days I can do everything and I love doing everything and I can be on the computer for 12 hours straight, literally some days. And I love it. And I'm all about it. And it's so much fun. And then other days I'm just like, I I can't be online for more than three hours today. So I try to give myself that grace and not really care what day of the week it is. Because there are some Saturdays where I feel so motivated because I don't have emails coming in and I don't have all of these things that I have during the week. And especially if I need to film or create content, I feel so motivated to do it because I don't have a million emails and distractions coming through. And there's also something that is really interesting and wrote down today to to create a LinkedIn post on this, actually, that I was and the title of it is willing or not or like, unfortunately or fortunately, your business is an extent of you, especially if you're a solopreneur or even if you're like a small business owner, let's say your business is an extent, an extension, sorry, not an extent, it's an extension of yourself, which means that you as a human, you ebb and flow. So you, your business will also ebb and flow a lot. So the way that you show up for it will have to ebb and flow and will have to change because you also go through changes, you know, like there are days that you are not feeling well mentally and emotionally and something happened in your personal life. You can't expect yourself to, you know, show up for the call for the content for the podcast recording for the fun whatever like the same that you when you show up in a day in which you are superly super like emotionally and mentally well like that doesn't work like that you know that's why i'm so passionate about the thing about alignment because i think that it's a more human way to approach business and especially entrepreneurship rather than you putting yourself in this mode or in this box of i have to show up in this way because Gary Vaynerchuk told me that I have to hustle and grind. So I have to gr hustle and grind every day, even if I don't feel like it. And I feel like there's a fine line between you having self-compassion and you self-sabotaging. So, you know, you having self-compassion for where you are and being like, I really don't want to show up. I'm not feeling well. And then having the self-compassion to say, I'm not going to, and I'm going to cancel my calls and my podcast recordings and whatever. I'm just going to rest versus you doing that from a place of fear because you're actually afraid of, know putting yourself in the discomfort of it and then you're self-sabotaging so i think that's a very thin line and i think that the only person that will be able to say that for yourself is yourself with your own level of self-awareness of whether you are being self-compassionate or if you are self-sabotaging yourself but yeah i think that is so important because us understanding ourselves because i know that for myself if i don't have a full day 
in which I'm completely turned off, I don't feel rested. Even if I have like four hours of working and eight hours of rest, I won't feel rested because my brain will be connected to the thing of the four hours. Even when I'm not working, like in a day where I'm off, I'll still have like content ideas coming up or like business ideas or masterclass ideas or whatever, like online courses ideas or whatever it is. I'll still have things coming in my head that I'll have to like take notes. And my brain is never off, off, completely off of everything. And that's okay. But there is a difference between me taking a note and all versus like opening Canva and starting like to work on it, you know? So I know that it will never be off, off completely, but the more that I can have full days in which I'm not at all acting on it and not even forcing myself to think about it, but just if they come, they come, okay? But if they don't, that's okay. That is when I feel rested personally. So I know myself and I know that I don't have those like blocks of days in which I'm not, this is not my identity. Like I won't feel rested. So I think it's so important for us to understand how we work and how we rest and everything. Yeah, that's so interesting that you bring that up. And I, I totally agree. Like everyone operates differently. And that's that's really like the whole part of doing something on your own. It's like you have to know how you work best or you're just going to completely burn yourself out. But to that point, I it, it's funny to hear and not funny, but it's interesting to hear the way that you operate because I'm I'm similar but different in a sense of I have my system. So like everything is in ClickUp for me. I recently I had like a few other tools, but just everything now is in one place. It's organized. I know where it goes. And as as an entrepreneur, as a business owner, doing something that I enjoy, I never expect my brain to turn off. But I also don't need that like full day where my brain is completely off. Like <laughs> like last night, I was it was 9 p.m. and I was like, okay, I'm finally gonna just watch some Netflix. And the workday is over, and it was 9 p.m. and I was like, okay, everything is done that needs to be done, you know. And some days are like that, and some days at 3 p.m. I'm like, okay, I'm I'm done for the day. But that was my yesterday, and that was totally fine with me. But yeah, I've, I I never expect my brain to turn off, but I have figured out a system for how I can not feel overwhelmed and have all of these thoughts. So just everything goes into my ClickUp. I have it all organized for content for the newsletter, for YouTube, for short form content, like for absolutely everything. And so for me, that works because I'm a very like type A structured person. But I wanted to mention as well in you saying that. So so on that note, yeah, it's it's interesting because everyone operates differently and you just have to figure out the system that works best for you. But I, in talking to you, actually, and talking specifically about human design, I find it very interesting. And we're not going to dive into like everything because this could be a whole conversation integrated with human design. But I find it interesting because when you off air were telling me about my human design, being a manifesting generator and like all of the other things I go into human design, I always thought to myself for years, I was like, why can't I just have things simple? Like I, I like to make more work for myself and it never made sense to me because I don't see anyone else around me being like, oh, you have a podcast and you make one short form content a day. Oh, and now you're going to start a YouTube channel and then film and edit all the videos yourself and come out with multiple videos per week. Like, and I feel like I'm always not sabotaging myself is not the right word, but just like doing this to myself. And I'm like more like it's fun. It's great. And then you told me that that's kind of part of who I am in human design. And I was like, this makes so much sense. I didn't know why I'm always giving myself more work and it's like fun work, but it's also work that needs to be done. But it made a lot of sense. So I feel like there are tools around you that you can utilize to understand how you work best. And and then also, you know, things like hiring a team of people around you who can help with that too. 
Yeah, that's so funny because I have a manifesting generator, which is your type, a client of mine. She's a manifesting generator and she has a very similar struggle. She's like, I don't know, why can't I just choose one thing and be passionate about one thing and then just do that one thing? I'm like, because you weren't designed for that. Like, that's okay, you know? And I think that's such a huge, that's why I like human design. And that's why I like to use it in my one-on-one mentorships, because I feel like it helps you get the permission slip to be yourself. Because my thing as a projector was, why can't I work as hard? Why can't I have the energy to work as hard as other people? Why do I burn out so quickly? Why can't I just work a nine to five? Why can't I sustain this level of energy that other people around me sustain? Why can't I wake up early? All of this shames with the amount of hours that is necessary to put into get something out of it. And I've always been very efficient with my energy because that's how I was designed, because that's how a projector is designed. You're designed to be like with what someone takes eight hours to do, I'll take one because that's how my energy is designed. And because I'm not taking eight hours, what am, what am I doing wrong? If that person is working more, then for sure they are doing something better than I'm the one who's wrong. But it's not necessarily like that. You just have another take. You just have another way of doing it, especially because I know that I'm a projector. That's how I know that I need the rest. If I don't have the rest, everything else in my life will crumble because I've tried. And I'm saying that not because I think like that human designer or whatever, like is the saving grace of all times because it's because i tried to do it in the gary vaynerchuk way and hustling and like generator manifesting generator ways and i burnt out in like month like couple of months because it's not sustainable for me and the only way that i found something that is sustainable is by following alignment and i think that a lot of people they start businesses and they start their lives and their lifestyles and entrepreneur as entrepreneurs in a very we have we say we have the saying in Portuguese with a very a lot of thirst for the bowl, you know, in a oh my god, I need to do this. And then they're doing all of the things and listening to all of the podcasts and reading all of the books and doing all of the form content and the long short the long form content, the short form content, the, the, you know, everything. And then that last and they're like on this wave and everything, and that lasts, I don't know, two, three months. Some people can take it longer, some people can't, and then they fail not fail but then they burnt out or something they're like why what is wrong with me instead of being like what is wrong with the system and how can i make this lifestyle and this entrepreneurial journey work for me with my unique type of energy my unique way of connecting to business i think for me it's very much about that i think that a lot of people are burning themselves out as entrepreneurs because they are trying to fit into a mode that is not supposed to be duplicated, you know? I think that your success will come from following your inner alignment, not by following Gary Vaynerchuk. I think that he's amazing and he followed his alignment to do his stuff. And you can adapt some things from these people, but I think that if you try to copy them, like copy and paste their 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 pathway to success, I don't think that that's the way that you will get to success. I think some things that can help you and there can be tools but I think that if you don't adapt them to your uniqueness, I think that's not sustainable. I completely agree. And I think that that is not talked about enough. The hustle culture is talked about a lot. And I think it's getting better, but it still is displayed and shown. And we could go into like energies and kind of like the masculine energy and then how that affects entrepreneurs everywhere. That's like a whole other conversation. But 
I do think that one side is being shown, but there are so many other sides. It's multifaceted, just like everything in life. And so I think that that is a really interesting conversation and thought nugget that you just because you see other successful people operating one way doesn't mean that you have to operate the same way. And those people are also very public about how they operate best. There's a lot of people behind the scenes or people who maybe don't have, you know, very public businesses where they're on all social media platforms all the time and they have built their brand and their business completely different. I really think it does follow your alignment, figure out who you are and what works best for you and don't just take everything at face value. But yeah, this has been a very interesting conversation. We could go on and on, but we won't. A very interesting conversation about work-life balance and what works best for you. And of course, whether you're living this nomadic lifestyle or not, it's something that pertains to anybody who has a business or even doesn't have a business. If you're working online for somebody, well, you might have times that you have to be online or offline, but there's still a boundary that you can set and figuring out what works best for you. You've just listened to the Work, Wealth, and Travel podcast. If anything from this episode resonated with you, I would appreciate if you share this podcast on your socials. And of course, be sure to tag me. And don't forget to leave a review on your favorite podcast platform. Thank you for joining me on this global citizen journey, and I'll see you in the next episode.